The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Time's just gone, 19 minutes past five. Welcome to the Afternoon Overdrive, 11.9 High FM. I'm Michael McKenna, joining us on the line once again at this point in time of the Afternoon Overdrive. Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, good afternoon. Great to have you on board. Thanks for joining us once again. Good afternoon. Good to be here. Indeed, Rolene. Let's start, of course, with breaking news. Uh, I think I saw some uh, rocket alerts happening uh, on on, up, on the platform which I'm look I'm following at the moment. Or was that? There were rocket alerts okay. earlier on. You know, it's actually I, I never learned my lesson. Never say <laughs> today is a quiet news day. I never say today is a day without rockets because right. we were actually talking this morning about, uh, or, or rather this afternoon about it being uh, very quiet. You know what's happening with uh, uh, rockets? We haven't heard anything. At, you know, maybe at last. Turns out we were wrong. Uh, rockets came into the um, south of Israel, quite a significant barrage earlier today. There have been reports of some damage and and a person injured, lightly injured from rocket debris. Now yesterday when, just before I came on air there was a barrage towards the center towards Tel Aviv and uh, there was a young person seriously injured from uh, falling uh, debris, falling shrapnel from an intercepted rocket in Tel Aviv. So uh, just a reminder to people that there are rockets still being fired at Israel, believed to be from the southern part of, of Gaza towards Israel, and they are very, very dangerous. They're still extremely dangerous. I would hate to think what the situation would look like if we didn't have our incredible iron domes. As you've just said, we'd hate to think what the situation would look like without the iron dome, Rolling, Let's just hope things just quieten down a bit for now. Well, forever, actually. That's what we want. Let's look at the main story, the, the story that's really made headlines today. Um, operate, IDF operations in and around the Al-Shifa hospital. What's the latest? So, so hospitals really have been the focus, and, and mm. Hamas do this deliberately. They know that Israel will not attack a hospital. They know that they can maximize that uh, civilian casualty uh, optics that they want to do. And, and we have heard a lot of criticism. We've heard from the the French uh, foreign ministry who have who have called for Israel, you know, not use the hospital. Of course, the United Nations, who still have have yet to condemn as a body the 7th of October text as well as the brutal raping of Israeli women um, you know feel free to That's go onto UN Women's yep. Twitter page <laughs> They're launching their campaign, uh, you know, the 16 days or 60 days uh, before the, um, the the 60 days of uh, non-violence against women. I think we need to remind them that they have yet to condemn the gender-based violence against Israeli women and children, and children, because mm-hmm. children were also uh, uh, assaulted. I know this is horrible to hear, but this is what happened here on the 7th of October. We cannot forget. We need to remind the world because the world has a very, very short memory. Uh, but the IDF operating very, very precision uh, attacks inside Shifa Hospital. They went in earlier today. While this is going on, the IDF have confirmed that they are sending in aid into the hospital, including incubators. 
Now, a reminder that Hamas refused the fuel, refused the aid that Israel had offered just two mm. days ago. Uh, this time, we are not waiting for Hamas's uh, acceptance. We are going in with the uh, with the aid. Um, we are also. Uh, Roland, sorry, can uh, I just come in there? Sorry, Roland. Um, earlier on, there was a report about uh, the fuel now. It, uh, Israel's insisting that it go, or rather the uh, Americans have also pressed, that the fuel is transported in UN trucks because now fuel that was supplied by Israel, Hamas uh, pounced on that. So now it's been agreed that UN trucks take the fuel in to make sure that it reaches there. Is, is, is that correct? Well, this is the thing with hmm. the aid going in. There's a huge concern by the international community and Israel that uh, the aid is not getting to where it should go, which is to the Palestinian civilians who desperately need the aid. They're sending in fuel uh, in uh, UN trucks uh, specifically for, for UNRWA, specifically for their hmm. uh, for the population. I don't know. I'm always skeptical with the United Nations. We know their history um, over the years of allowing their hospitals, allowing their schools to be weapon storage facilities. Right. Here we have to really, really criticize UNRWA, the United Nations Relief Works Agency. Uh, remember, we still have it on record. Their staff celebrating the 7th of October text, the incitement of hatred in their textbooks. There is a lot of distrust between us and the United Nations. However, they are tasked with uh, making sure the aid gets in. We also can't uh, forget those images we saw just a couple of weeks ago of Palestinians having to loot the warehouses because for some reason that aid was not getting to where it needed to go. So uh, that going in at the moment. But uh, the idea of saying they're cooperating with doctors and medical professionals, a massive a faux pas by the BBC earlier today. I they was going to come to apologize that. Yeah. Sorry, I was going to come uh, yeah. to that. Right. Go they on. Forced to apologize on air. I mean, Michael, mm-hmm. you would have thought mm-hmm. uh, we are now what forty days into this war that they would have learned a few lessons from the right. way they cover it. But a horrific faux pas earlier today when one of their uh, broadcasters said that the IDF are going in and attacking Arabic speakers and medical personnel. Uh, She took the translation from BBC Arabic very, very incorrectly. The reality is Israel is going in with Arabic speakers and with Mm -hmm. medical personnel to assist the vulnerable uh, that are in Shifa Hospital. Incidentally, also very, very important. The uh, Pentagon has corroborated all the intelligence that shows that Shifa Hospital mm-hmm. is being used as Hamas headquarters. You know, one wonders, Rolene, with the BBC apologizing now and uh, this four par, as you put it, uh, egg on their face, so to speak, in a, in, a matter of, in a matter of speaking. I wonder if other platforms will now care to reevaluate their stance regarding their analysis of what exactly is happening on the ground, or would that just suit their agendas? as we go along. 
Well, I think it's, it's, it's absolutely appalling to watch mm. some of the coverage and I hold uh, Sky and, and BBC responsible. I mean, we've seen atrocious coverage from the BBC, patronizing, uh, uh, incorrect, uh, to, to say the least. I mean, you and I were having a giggle off air today over the Eretz Nehederet latest skit mm-hmm. where the BBC uh, interviewed the, the character of uh, Yehia Sinwa, who's one of the most wanted men in, in Israel at the moment, one of the chiefs of uh, Hamas. Uh, but, you know, many a true word said in jest. Sky News also, uh, there have been attempts to be more balanced, uh, but some truly horrific um, interviews done by Sky News, who I can't mm-hmm. forget, Anna Botting speaking to Mark Regev after the Al-Ali um, parking lot rocket misfire saying to him was it you? I mean I don't know in my experience of, of, of being a spokesperson I've never been spoken to like that I don't know mm. who, uh, what journey, uh, and I've taken some some heat I don't know who speaks to to uh, their interviewees in, in such an appalling way let's finish off uh, Rolene with uh, Foreign Minister Eli Cohen saying United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres not fit to lead the United Nations tell us more well, the UN really seems to be a theme this afternoon, mm, but mm. Uh, the latest <laughs> voice, the, the latest voice to call for the resignation of Guterres is our Foreign Minister Eli Cohen. He's in Geneva at the moment at the UNHRC. He met yesterday with members of the World Health Organization. I would also caution him to, to ask Tedros Cabres, as the head of the World Health Organization, if he too uh, wants to write a letter of resignation. He has completely ignored uh, the uh, use of hospitals and ambulances as human shields uh, and the particular uh, horrific nature of the, the massacres of the 7th of October. Uh, but uh, Cohen saying that the Secretary General is not fit to leave the United Nations and uh, uh, accompanying him at the UNHRC was uh, members of the families of those who are being held hostage. Roland, once again, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us, Roland. Once again, this time of the day on the afternoon overdrive, just to give us some background as to what's transpiring in Israel at the moment. Our correspondent, Roland Marx, at this time of the day telling us what is happening. Well, there's so much going on. I just wish, actually, we're still looking to just giving Ronin a bit more time on air just to give us a bit more details as to what is really going on elsewhere in Israel.